Welcome to the Cornerstone Church Kingston podcast. I am here again with Pete and Ben. Hello. Hello. <laughs> My name is Tom. We're pastors here at the church. This is a series that we've been working through in the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. Uh, we've done other podcast series which you can uh, find, download, listen to, stream. You can go on cornerstonechurchkingston.org and look at some of our other resources, find out when we meet, where we meet, and uh, we, we'd love to see you in person if you've been listening for some time. Uh, so we're on Galatians 5, we're going to be looking at faithfulness, and let's, sh- should we read that? Um, Galatians 5, well, it's yeah. always good to be reminded yeah. of the parts of the fruit of the Spirit, because it is one fruit really, but uh, in parts, yeah. Uh, the fruit of the well, this is uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, this is the fruit, well it's, do you want me to start off with the acts of sinful nature? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the acts of a Not sinful nature uh, are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousies, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness and orgies, and the like. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing faithful about any of those, I don't think. Then he goes on and says in verse 22 of Galatians 5, but the fruit of the Spirit... Is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So we're on faithfulness. I mean, faithfulness is probably more important uh, than we might initially think. We may not use the word very often, but it's essential almost in anything, isn't it? So I have a faithful car, we would say. That's good news, isn't it? There's Mm. nothing bad about faithfulness there. No. If you said, I have an unfaithful car, then yeah. you're thinking, oh my goodness, it's winter, it won't start, the battery's flat. Um, I have a faithful wife. That is only good news, isn't it? Mm. I have an unfaithful wife. My goodness, that's only bad news. Mm. So the word faithfulness is really important to everyday life. Is My children are faithful. Mm. Um, you know, uh, every area of life, isn't it? Yeah, and the uh, the list of things that you read out before the fruit of the spirit could go uh, just go to show you how difficult being faithful is in this world because there are all sorts of things that can break faithfulness. Um, you know, uh, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage. Like a fit of rage, you will do anything in a fit of rage, won't you? And you could break a covenant, or you could break a a promise and you could be unfaithful um there are just so many sort of natural inclinations within us to be unfaithful yeah we're jealous. so easily unfaithful. jealousy yeah means that i'm going to be unfaithful to you because i want what you've got or yeah. whatever you know i don't like you and yeah i'll plot against you or whatever yeah, yeah. All, all of those things and yet as you say we love faithful people don't we we love and we celebrate people who have, um, I mean, w- when you're like, at like the Oscars or something, sometimes people win awards, don't they, for a lifetime service to the arts or cinema. Uh, and we we honour these people who for a long time have committed their lives to things and, and shown faithfulness to it. Um, so it's, it's something we honour but find very difficult to do. Yeah, and we were talking just before we started recording about job interviews, you know, and uh, whether an employee or an employer would... would would kind of actively look for this hmm. in somebody that they're employing. And I guess instinctively, it's not something that we would put on our CVs. You know, it's not part of our achievements or not something that we would put in a personal statement. I'm yeah. a faithful person. Because, yeah. 
and perhaps you know that that's just not how we write and yet instinctively as we're saying i think we we really do cherish that quality in in people you know if they've got a proven track record if they've been loyal committed in their relationships if they've proved themselves to be uh faithful to a company or a person you know we really like that don't we Mm. there's an integrity about it and um and i think you know although we we, sorry we do just to push back on that a little bit we do like that uh, and i think fundamentally you're right absolutely you're right but it's not um uh it's a bit boring so faithfulness is seen as boring with unfaithfulness, a little bit of life. Uh, exciting. Exciting. Dangerous. And it's, it's, it's actually the exact opposite, surely. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, carry on. Yeah, it's good well, I'm finished. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose so. We might be, yeah, it might be tied up with, with boring or a lack of ambition. You know, perhaps yeah. this person hasn't pushed themselves. They haven't seen where they could have moved on and, and they've just done the same thing in the same way for mm. a long time. And, and um, there's, yeah, a, so perhaps, mm. perhaps. there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with being faithful isn't there like as you say the lack of ambition someone might say you had to sacrifice your own future career to be faithful to your family or to be faithful to the place that you're in or whatever it is um, so there's a lot of self-denying uh, which is not celebrated yeah the opposite is celebrated we people say you know, don't, don't care what people around you think. Go and achieve your dreams. Um, now, sometimes our dreams require us being unfaithful. And so what should we do in those situations? Um, people would celebrate you leaving everything behind. and You're being faithful to yourself. Being faithful yeah. to yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think that's one of the, the false yeah. sort of... Um, it's, it's, it's yeah, well, it's, it's, a, a, it's a wrong counterfeit, understanding isn't it? of a lot of things isn't it because it's uh, it's introducing a dualism into our natures which is hard to prove on any mm. level so there's when i talk like that being faithful to myself it implies there's there's the kind of me my body and who i am and there's another me which i've got to got to be faithful to <laughs> to me who, whoever me is and uh, so it's a bit of a strange thing that isn't it but but also, you know, I think when we talk about faithfulness, we most of us begin, or at least we would, would of thinking that in terms of relationships, you know, uh, faithful to someone else or faithful to a promise that mm. I've made or there's some other thing than me that I'm showing loyalty and commitment to. Um, I wonder whether that's one of those expressions that's only come about recently, modernly. Um, don't know if you've ever done that, where you type in a word in Google and it shows you the usage over time. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. quite interesting, and mm. it will show you like uh, you know, five hundred years ago or a hundred years ago. No one said it. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder whether that the chart would be, be zero zero. I don't know, but but definitely a spike in modern times. Mm. True to yourself, faithful to yourself. Well, faithful to yourself is just an excuse to be unfaithful to someone else. It's a nonsense and it's a lie. Yeah. And the world based on that is an utter disaster. Mm. A world based on the fact that uh, it doesn't matter what I say or do to you, but it's all about me. We're we're in massive trouble. When lies and untruths are are just acceptable, Mm. how can you live? How can you do anything? You know, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I I often think about driving a car. Um, you can predict, can't you? Even with a, even with a sort of slightly drunk driver or an idiot in front of you, you largely predict where that where they're going. Mm. 
um, you, you know, even if they're straying a little bit, you can make predictions yep. because they've turned the wheel that way, they're going to go that way sort of thing. In a world where that isn't happening, there's just I can, I can just boldly lie mm. or cover up or be unfaithful to to things. That is a disaster. That's driving on a road with only drunk people that have no rules. Mm. Um, they're just being faithful to themselves. Yep. Uh, it's I, I think, and I think we're in trouble here in our country. I think um, there is that wonder when you get an old couple that have been together for 90 years or something it's just extraordinary and wonderful we love it um but we're still playing around on the top of that of it's exciting to be unfaithful be true to myself and be you know therefore i can leave uh, a marriage and all of that sort of stuff mm. i think we're in trouble mm. i do think we're in trouble yeah i mean it's interesting talking to a chap in the church um called, called phil who's been a businessman in the city for many years and he he talks about in the old days how um, when deals were being struck up in the city, that there there really was, even amongst non-Christian businessmen, there was this unwritten rule that your word is your bond. And they would have way less contracts and there'd be no signing of things. You know, if somebody said at 12 o'clock the money's going to be transferred, that's exactly what would happen, you know. And, uh, you know, your word was a very important thing you didn't you didn't want to be a man of not of your word and yet as time has gone on you know uh, the 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 not only the lies but the different ways of lying mm. have increased so much that you need all of that in and you know we're in a situation now and i think it's it is frightening you know you look at some of the lies even at the highest level of our government you know the things that have been uh, found out promises that have been made that haven't been kept you know things that have been brushed under the carpet as if they don't matter double standards mm. you know and the problem is not that people don't fill out but it's just brushed on and moved on isn't it and next thing and over time that just drip feeds in down into the culture of oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't, you know you can survive no one has to resign over that you know the word's not that important and it just creates just faithlessness doesn't it i think really um yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and the grass seems greener as well on the other side. Mm. I think people people say, oh, "If we if we do this, we'll get away with it, and it'll be better." Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, definition of this word in the Bible is uh, is trustworthiness, mm. uh, a character that's reliable. It's like a rock, basically, isn't it? I think we often do come back to that image of God, not a lifeless thing obviously but you know solid sound build your life on it a rock is a good thing isn't it if you're going to build a house you want it on the rock the opposite to a rock is sand you know quicksand it's going to pull you down maybe looks nice on the beach but your house will fall down hmm. and so uh, the definition of, of, of this word is trustworthiness reliable and god calls himself this god is is, is a faithful one um, Psalm, Psalm 89, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you establish your faithfulness in the heavens itself. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant, 
I will establish your line forever and make your throne firm through all generations. The heavens praise your wonder, O Lord, your faithfulness too in the assembly of the holy ones. And, and so it goes on. And so here's a God who is faithful, solid, rock, trustworthy, reliable, yeah, mm. reliable in his word. And that, and that goes both ways. If he says, I will judge sin, yep. then he will judge sin. Yep. Yeah, so we need to listen to that. And if he says, I, I can um, have a way where sin is forgiven, he'll have a way where sin is forgiven, yep. which is obviously through the Lord Jesus Christ. But he's the faithful one. He's the solid one. He's mm. the one that is unchanging. Mm. And that is amazing, isn't it? Yep. In a world where we're drifting around and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So when that faithful God makes a covenant with us, that's such good news for us, isn't it? Because he will never, ever, ever break his end of the bargain. And if sort of our safety or our security or our you know ultimate uh, end point is based on his covenant, his faithfulness, you, you can be really sh certain uh, of the reality of it and that it will come to pass because he said it. Um, well, if we confess our sins, yes. he is faithful. Faithful to forgive us our sins and to purify us from all unrighteousness. Mm. What an extraordinary thing. Mm. That he's, he's not only going to forgive us, yep. he will purify us from all unrighteousness. You yep. will be, un, you know, all your unrighteousness will be gone one day. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a promise. That's the grounds of our assurance as Christians, isn't it? That the God of the Bible is, uh, you know, he keeps covenant. He keeps covenant and steadfast love with his people. Um, Revelation 19.11 John sees the Lord Jesus. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a, a white horse whose rider is called faithful and true. Um, that's the Lord Jesus, isn't it? Mm. You know, he is this faithful one. And um, therefore, we can have great assurance that he has promised us mm. that anyone who confesses with their mouths that Jesus is Lord and believes in their hearts that he's been risen from the dead will be saved. And yeah. We can have that assurance, not in ourselves or in our performance, but because he's his word is his bond. And when, when talking to Muslims, you know, this is often one of the things they balk at, um, is how could you be so sure? How mm. could you, um, uh, you know, presume upon God like that to say that if you were to die today, tomorrow, you know you would go to heaven, you know? And it's because of this very reason. It's not myself, but because he has made a promise. His own honour and glory is mm. on the line. Mm. You know, he's made a, he's made a promise. Um, whereas Allah seems unwilling to make that kind of promise uh, to people. He won't submit himself to, yeah. a, to a word he won't give a word of assurance because yeah. he wants to be free either to um give glory or to condemn and you so you can't know and that's what keeps you keeps you going apparently mm. but um you I mean, would it, rather have a faithful one wouldn't yeah. you I think. yeah yeah i yeah, mean because god mm. god in himself is faithful so, so it, it it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I, well, I don't know all the ins and outs of Allah, but um, he won't make those promises because he wants to decide at any given moment because he doesn't want to be under the law of a promise. Yeah. Um, because he's the transcendent one, isn't he? Is, is that the sort of thinking I think you sort of get? Now, we may be wrong on that, but but that's the sort of thing, isn't it? That he's, he transcends everything, so therefore cannot be under the law of a promise because a promise um, makes him limit himself. Hmm. Our God isn't just under a law of a promise. He is faithful. 
So he's the, he's always faithful. Mm. So he's under his own law because that is his character. Yeah. He's faithful. Yeah. And then he says, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm under the law of faithfulness because I am right through my core, mm. the rock mm. and the foundation of everything. Mm. Yeah. And that's the reason why the psalmist in Psalm 51 can say, um, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love and according to your great compassion. So there's, there's, Lord, this is what you're like, and according to what you're like, you're faithful. So never mind my unfaithfulness. I'm not, I'm not appealing to that, uh, which I think is the, is the Muslim experience. You have to come and you're weighed, and there's an angel on each shoulder, and you're measured, and it's according to what you've done. Whereas we go to our God and we say, according to your faithfulness, yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, have mercy on me. Yeah. And so as Christians who are full of the spirit of this faithful one, this is something that we want to uh, not just admire, uh, you know, but cultivate in ourselves, isn't it? And in our, in our corporate life together and in our relationships. And, you know, you can see how it will, it will, just, it will just erode the power of our witness, won't it? If we're as a church saying this is the covenant faithful God and yet all of our marriages are falling apart mm. or we're walking away from church members who we've made a covenant to, you know, we've made a partnership agreement to one another. If we treat it as a light thing or go back on our promises or leave our wives, you know, what does that look like to the next generation? Well, here they are talking about the faithful God and yet actually it's making very little difference. Um, mm. And so this is one area I think where Christians can really shine in the world mm. because we've got this God within us. You know, I was speaking to a, um, this was several years ago now, a teacher who in another part of the country who uh, was in a primary school, and I can't remember the exact statistics that she gave, but she said that of, of a class of 30, I think it was a primary school, that there was something like two, like two or three, some number like that, who, who had both mum and dad married at home. Wow, yeah. You know, um, all of them were in other, other kinds of relationships, either single parent homes or uh, parents together who weren't married, you know, and there'll be different reasons for all those things. But the, the point is that just as Christians, like increasingly in our culture, you know, living within homes that are protected by covenant mm. and living inside covenant communities is just going to be an amazing yeah. salt and light opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Children are like, children are so, children especially value faithfulness, don't they? Probably above anyone. Because even if, uh, you know, a, a mate in the pub is saying, oh, yeah, your, your, your marriage is going nowhere, mate. You should just leave your wife. Mm. The child would never encourage their father to walk out. They, they would say, they would say, well, why are you leaving? Um, why don't you put us before yourself? So uh, it's really sad to hear that. I remember being in school and seeing a few of my mate's parents break up and I was terrified that it might ever happen to me. It was a really scary really scary prospect yes i mean uh, i mean we, we 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 all believe that there are there are times where unfortunately the marriage covenant has broken down you know abuse and you know violence and yeah that sort of stuff but most of it is is a fickle wanting to find a new life or yeah. bored or something isn't it i mean that's the opposite isn't it the opposite to faithful is 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 obviously faithlessness but it but that sort of gives it too much, I think, because it has the word faithful in it. It's, it's fickle, isn't it, and changeable mm. and um, so. disloyal and yeah. unreliable. They're horrible words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
or, or I, and, and idolatrous, I think. So um, I was looking at one reference in the back, Jeremiah, where the Lord is saying to, to, to his people, come back to me, O faithless, faithless people. And the reality is they weren't faithless. Um, they just put their faith in idols. Mm. So the thing with the word faithless is it can be like atheism, just a lack of, it, people might think it was just a lack of faith, yeah. no faith, but it can be wrongly directed faith. Yeah. can't it mm. you know you're a faithless person not because you don't worship anything but because you don't worship the one true living god therefore you you are a faithless person mm. um, and that's what god's people did in the old testament they've given themselves to idols mm. but the lord considers that a faithless life because yeah. it's the faith is in the wrong thing and it's stronger in hosea because here it's called not just idolatry but adultery mm. because yeah. the lord uh <laughs> says to this prophet go and marry an adulterous woman <laughs> and have children with her um and he says uh uh that's like this land which has been guilty of unfaithfulness to the lord and so this prophet has to marry this woman and bears him a son but then is unfaithful um and then later on the lord says to says to hosea go show your love to your wife again though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress Love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods and love the sacred raisin cakes. Um, well, there's two things there because you've got the faithfulness of God towards unfaithful people. Yes. Yeah. And the amazing thing there is our unfaithfulness doesn't make him nullify his, un his faithfulness. Yeah. There's a proverb here I'm just looking at. Uh, many people, this is Proverbs 20, so I don't know who's doing that because we're doing a series of proverbs sorry um many people will profess faithfulness but few demonstrate it faithfulness is costly and few are willing to pay and that's right isn't it i mean we said that at the beginning it is costly because i have to put away myself mm. i have to say i'm not going to be faithful to the desires that i want mm. i have to say no to the desires and yes to being faithful to my friend my wife or whatever mm -hmm. and jesus talks about that doesn't he he talks about uh, you know part of the sermon on the mount uh, is that you, your yes is yes and your no is no you know be people like that um that when you say yes you, you you're going to say yes mm -hmm. And in a relationship, if you say yes to that relationship, you have to say no to every other one, mm. don't you? If I said yes to Anne, I'm going to marry you, I say no to all other women. Mm. Um, and that's, uh, you know, within the covenant of marriage and sex and so forth. But um, so so that's that's a really, really important thing, isn't it? Um, and it's a challenge. I mean, you, you do, I mean, we, we found this, you know, I guess all parents and young kids find this as well. But, you know, one of the easiest ways to pacify a stroppy kid is to make them a promise. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, they're just like, just calm down. Uh, we'll do that on Saturday. Or, you know, yeah. and it's very easy because it buys you harmony <laughs> in the home. You know, promises, right? But uh, you, you have to... <laughs> You have to learn to think twice about before you yep. do that, like um, because then you've got to do it. I know and that's the thing, and uh, you know if you don't, the chances are when they're young, you will get away with it, right? They they probably most of the time will forget, but <laughs> as they get older, uh, you know if that's the sort of steady. 
thing that's going on, they mm. will eventually begin to yeah. realise, oh yeah, when dad says something, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. always happen. It doesn't yeah. actually happen, you know. And that's devastating, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Um, that's every nineties. I've done it the other way as well sometimes where I've said things like... Under-promised, over-delivered. No, it's, it's, it's like, okay, we, we, none of us will go to the, <laughs> to the beach then. We're not, you, that's, that's your attitude. We're, we're not going to the beach. And I thought, why did I say that? I really, yeah. I really want to go to the beach. Now I can't. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know what that, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, or none of us will have an ice cream then. We're and, not going well, on holiday to Spain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so I've gone the wrong way. Yeah. And then often yeah. thought, oh, I'm stupid. Now I've got yeah, yeah, yeah. to, now you've ruined the, that, and I'm sure there is, yeah, over, over whatever it is. Okay, so the counterfeits, uh, as we've sort of touched on, are fo- fork tongues, and I think the fork tongue of Satan, of the of the of the serpent, is faithful to myself. That's just nonsense, isn't it? That's a, that's a big counterfeit. Me, 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 the center, and all of that stuff. Mm. That is that's a that's a that's a horrible world that we're living in. I think. Um, and yeah, and yeah, you know the most celebrated expression of faithfulness often in mm. our culture, isn't it? You mm. know, that a person who, who you know, cu- you know, comes out as gay or something yeah. um, and who has actually left a wife and children in mm. order to do that, that will very often be celebrated, you know, as, a, as the highest form of faithfulness. It's strange, um, isn't it? I'm and genuineness. Myself, yes. But what about this wife and kids? Yeah. You know, yeah. daytime television. You know, oh, it was it's horrific, you know, isn't it? Uh, the, the celebration, and then you only find out later, oh, yeah, there's young kids who have been at home without a dad now, you know, and yet... I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, and and just the sort of getting out of uh, amazing words. I mean, th- those words that, uh, you know, that you give to a wedding is amazing. Oh, we had someone who lasted 11 months. Yeah, eleven months. Eleven months. They've just said, for better, for worse, rich, for poorer, in sickness and in health. Uh, you know, I'll be committed to you till death uh, do us part. Till death do us part. And it, eleven months. I mean, you've. I, I mean, you know, eleven months whizzes by like un- it's unbelievable. And he mm. pulls out of his wedding because he wants to come out. It's it's pathetic, isn't it? I mean, unbelievable uh, when you when you hear that. But yeah, obviously, not. The fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit. The holy when the Holy Spirit is in us, mm. then we are being made like God, and God is faithful, and He won't give us eleven months. You know, He'll work on us throughout our life to make us mm. uh, more beautiful. Um, so, uh, you know, on the, how do how do we cultivate then? How are we going to cultivate um, faithfulness uh, if it's a Holy Spirit fruit? Yeah, do we just leave it up to Him and sit back and do nothing? Um, that would be easy, wouldn't it? But no, it doesn't work like that. Um, I mean, there's a passage that says he who's, who's trusted with a little can be trusted with a lot. So um, I think rather, you know, mm. you you, you want to be faithful across your entire life, but what, are you, what do you have to be faithful to today? What is there coming up? That's really helpful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, where today might you be tempted to be unfaithful? And what it, where can you put yourself second behind others yes. in order to be faithful um and that, so so yeah. letting someone down which happens doesn't it let's yeah. be honest we sometimes have to let someone down mm. so for instance I, i'm i've said i'll take um the zambia team to the airport yes. tomorrow but my van 
is having an MOT today, <laughs> it might not pass. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've let them down then, haven't I? But that's that's something I shouldn't treat lightly if that happened. Mm. You've got, I've got to think hard about how I can get someone else to take my place. and I can't just let people down and just say, oh, sorry about that. It's yeah. a big, big deal, isn't it? Yeah. Even when it sort of has to happen yeah. through unforeseen circumstances. Mm. Um, but sorry, I've forgotten what you were saying. Just I, thinking about it? what you've got coming up even today because, yeah. you know, oh, I want to be a faithful person. That's quite a big thing to try and hold in your head. But if you think what, what's coming up today, yes. um, so a good, a good, good, maybe a good way of thinking of it is what if challenged uh, about my day today would be painful so like for example for me i play football on a thursday night and if something came up where which meant i couldn't do that i would be like really annoyed i'd be like oh you know i was really looking forward to that i'd prioritize doing football over seeing someone or cooking someone a meal yeah do you know what i mean um so there's me being faithful to myself (laughs) yeah and it's it's revealed because it's painful to lose um uh, so just maybe asking the Lord, Lord, make, you know, change my priorities here. Mm. Make me someone who loves to give rather than to receive. Um, yeah. 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 And I mean, it sounds, you know, too obvious to say, but that therefore worth saying is that, you know, these are fruits of the spirit and therefore he, he is the one who cultivates this. And so dependence upon him, I think is, is the key thing because these are set in contrast to the deeds of the flesh. Yeah. And that, in other words, that's what, that's our, that's our natural leaning. You know, we've been saved from the mm. flesh by the blood of Christ. But while we're in this life, mm. there's always going to be that old man who who we're drawn we're drawn back to and feel a pull towards um, a kind of faithless way of living. So we need a sort of honest, regular dependence, don't we, on the Lord to, yeah. to make us faithful. Otherwise, you know, we're not going to we're not going to grow. Yes, and so I guess with like any fruit, you've got to water it and yeah. manure it and cultivate it and all of that sort of stuff, haven't you? You can't, you can't just leave that. And so I guess the way we do that is is to keep show it, keep reminding ourselves who God is, who the Lord is. He's faithful. I want to be like the Lord, uh, Holy Spirit, make me faithful. It's prayer, it's mm-hmm. reading, it's thinking, uh, it's challenging ourselves. Do I get out of things too quickly? You know, if I made, a, uh, I'm going to meet. I'll meet you tomorrow at seven, but I wake up at half six and I'm a bit tired. And I can't be bothered to come and easily. You know, if mm. we're if we're know people and we've said yes, yeah, it, it's yeah. It, one people won't. In the end, it will shape us, won't it? If we mm. and that's what I liked about your quote from Jesus, where he says, you know, if you're faithful in little things, mm. it's always like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're faithful in the little, if I can trust you with my pound, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll trust you with my ten pounds, yeah, and you're a trustworthy person, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. If, uh, and and that's really important. And if I can trust you in little things, then when you tell me a big thing that I can't find out whether it's right or wrong, I'm going to trust you. Yeah, I've suddenly got more trust in you. Yeah, because oh yeah, well he's always told the truth in these little areas. Mm. Why would he lie now? Yeah. Sort of thing, and you, you know? can't you can't uh, um, artificially create that trust, can you? Mm. You can't artificially be a, 
a faithful person. You have to demonstrate it in small things over a long period of time. Well, that's why sex before marriage is is mm. is is not a good thing for engaged couples, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Because actually, in that engagement, you're saying, "I absolutely hundred percent want sex now. <laughs> yeah, I want it now. Yeah, I really desire you. Yeah, and now I'm committed to you in engagement. I." I really want it even more because there's something about commitment. It's a, I really want that, but I'm not, we're going to say no, 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 even though we're now on our own and we've yeah. kissed a little bit too much. No, 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 no. Because then on the wedding day, yeah. you know that that person has been faithful, even yeah. in the strong temptations. Yeah. And that actually is really helpful for marriage, I think. Mm. Yeah. I think one thing very practically to do in the congregation as well, and I know you've talked about this, is to is to celebrate examples of faithfulness. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, yeah. um, I know you've said before about you know we should be less excited about birthdays and more excited about wedding anniversaries, and making sure we applaud those and announce those mm. um, because you know you think about again about the sort of Sunday school and the youth they. they they see enough examples of unfaithfulness in the culture, don't they? Yeah. And we want church to be a place where they are, they have faithfulness rubbed in their noses, mm. you know, not just in word, but they see the example. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and yeah, and see the and and see, yeah, celebrate it, which involves say, you know, all the th- all the things that these people have had to sacrifice and forgive and work hard at, and celebrate that. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than just the cheap oh you know what did you do what did you do today to make yourself feel proud like what have you done today that made you happy yeah um it's uh there's the tillies the kineds and the reeds 10th wedding anniversary in in 2025 so still a few years away but just bear that in mind 10th anniversary 10th wedding anniversary there we go brilliant word faithful it is yeah, something to uh, something to uh, love, <laughs> aspire to. Uh, well, thank you for listening. We what are we on next time? Uh, gentleness. Gentleness. Yep. And then, and then self-control. self-control. So we've got two more to go. Um, so do tune in next time for the next fruit of the spirit. And uh, as I said at the beginning, cornerstonechurchkingston.org. You can find lots of other things there. We've done other podcast series, Christianity A to Z. Uh, you know, looking at doctrines, uh, animals of the Bible, and lots of different things. So do make use of them, listen to them, share them. Uh, that would be great. <laughs>